Hello, everyone. This is John Byrne with Business Casual, our weekly podcast with my co-host Maria Wickvilla, who is the founder of Applicant Lab, and Caroline Diarty Edwards, the nomadic consultant at <laughs> Fortuna Admissions, who is packing her bags and going to France from California. Boy, am I envious. <laughs> so we wanted to talk about something that's an important topic in the world of MBA admissions, and that's whether or not you need the help of an admissions consultant, or maybe even something less than an admissions consultant, but help nonetheless. So we have two people who know this field inside and out. Caroline, who had been the former admissions director at NCOD, as I pointed out before, was a co-founder of Fortuna Admissions, one of the top firms worldwide in MBA admissions consulting. And Maria, who created an unusual and unique platform to help applicants through the journey to business school and, and putting their best foot forward, uh, a less expensive proposition than hiring a full consultant, although Maria also does consulting as well. So let's go to the basics. Who should hire a consultant? Who really needs admissions help? I mean, I think a lot of it depends on your profile and, and where you're working and the network that you have. So if you're a consultant at one of the top consulting firms and you're working with a team of people who have all been to the top schools that you want to apply to, you may feel less of a need to get support than someone who, who doesn't have that network and that support around them. Right. So, so you know, certainly for, for people from uh, an environment where you know they don't have the the, the support on a day to day basis, and and people that they can call on for, for for advice and and just bringing a fresh perspective to their profile and their application. Yeah, I think it's particularly important. But for you know, I think for any candidate, working with a coach who can sort of take you through a very methodical process can take a lot of the stress out of out of the whole experience and takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. And most MBA applicants are very busy people, are juggling a lot of things. You know, it's a, they, they often have very demanding day jobs that are not necessarily nine to five jobs. And there's, there's a lot of work involved in applying to business school. The GMAT can take up a lot of time, the research into the schools, et cetera, even before you start putting pen to paper and drafting your application. So having someone by your side who can make that whole process more efficient, I, I think, has a lot of value. Yeah, but but I, I I wonder how many McKinsey, Bank, BCG, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan, Morgan Stanley clients do you have? I bet you have. Yeah, we do have a bunch for sure. Yeah, because obviously they have the money to afford it. Yeah, uh, it means a lot to them because they are typically in firms that are either up or out and require you to have an MBA, or if you're not up or out, it's a firm that that definitely values the credential particularly in investment banking and financial management, even though it may not be up or out. And Maria, you you offer sort of a, an alternative to traditional admissions consulting. Can you explain what that is and how you came up with the idea? 
<laughs> oh yeah, I'd love to. Thanks, John. So basically, for for listeners who might be in the U.S., I I say that Applicant Lab is sort of like a TurboTax for TurboTax. Okay, that's good. Yeah, like I don't know if you've ever used TurboTax, but it's like a software thing where instead of just sort of throwing an entire mountain of tax forms at you, it walks you through step by step by step, and it's like, okay, enter this number here, and then move to the next step, and now you're going to do this, and then at the end, if you want an actual tax professional to review what you've done, you can hire that for extra help. But many people say, well, I don't really need it because I've been guided so well. So Applicant Lab is something that I built, which is a step-by-step online interactive platform that gives the same advice that I would give to you if I were working with you one-on-one. But since I don't have to get on the phone with you for 5, 20, 30 hours to give you that (laughs) advice because a lot of it is pre-recorded, then I'm able to offer it for a far lower price. So it is sort of a DIY model. It's kind of similar to say the Magooshes of the world, right? So instead of hiring, right, right. you you know, if you if you have a lot of money and you want that one-on-one concierge level approach, you would hire a one-on-one GMAT tutor. Uh, if you're more of a DIY person, you might go with sort of an online testing prep program like like a Magoosh or what have you. So it's a similar it's a similar concept to that. And so I have carved out a niche in the market, I it's you know it's interesting. I, I had someone once. I I go to these AGAC admissions consulting conferences, and someone once asked like, "Well, so are you trying to take business away from me?" And I was like, "No, I'm going, like honestly, honestly, I'm I'm attracting for the most part. I'm attracting the people who probably would not have hired an admissions consultant to begin with. Like, at least certainly not the sort of five thousand, ten thousand dollar ones. So I'm just sort of expanding the pie to give access to information for people who are on a lower budget." And what do you or, charge for Applicant Lab? Yeah, sure. So Applicant Lab, it's an it, the online platform. It comes with advice for sort of, you know, you can add as many schools as you want. I cover sort of the top 25, 30 global programs. And I also have advice for just generic MBA essays because some of the other programs, I might not specifically cover them, but a lot of them will have very similar essays. So I have advice for those as well. And it's unlimited. And it's a, it's a one-year subscription for $349, which is about what many admissions can consultants of my caliber would charge for just one hour of their time. Yeah, that's true. And uh, do you, I know you do individual consulting as well. Do you find that there's a difference between the people who tend to use your do-it-yourself platform versus those who seek you out as a one-on-one consultant? Oh yeah, I actually it's it's such a difference that I don't actually entertain people doing just one-on-one consulting without using the platform first. It is a requirement to work with me because I I just don't have the patience to, you know, <laughs> I really don't. I don't have gravitas. I don't have patience. My God. <laughs> you know, I, I just, I don't have the patience to tell someone for the umpteenth million time, like, no, don't put that seventh grade spelling bee on your resume. You know, like I, I just, you know, so I, I really, it's a requirement for me. And by, and because the applicant does a lot of the hefty, heavy lifting themselves by going through my advice in the lab, by the time it gets to me, instead of having to spend three hours on the resume, I only have to spend half an hour. And so it's sort of a win-win situation. If people are willing to put in the work beforehand, then they can get advice, you know, sort of a combination hybrid advice for far less money. Now, one of the things that people need, and Caroline, you kind of uh, referred to this, is because people are so busy. Generally, applicants to the best business schools have incredibly demanding jobs that really require a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of concentration. So it's very easy to get off track. And what a consultant often does, I think, is nudge people 
to stay on track where I don't know if your platform can nudge people as well. Oh, for me? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I have like automated email reminders. Oh, you do? You, you have nudgers. Like, it'll be, yeah, it'll be like, hey, you haven't logged in in, in, a, in you know, a few <laughs> weeks or like, you know, I noticed that you started the resume module, but you haven't finished it. Yeah, we, we programmed in some automated emails. Wow. Yeah, that, that, that's great. I, th- I think a lot of people struggle with just starting early enough, right? And it, it can be hard to focus in on the essays three or four months ahead of the deadline. Some people just, you know, work better under pressure when the deadline is really looming. But if they leave it until then, often it's kind of too late to really do a thoughtful application. So having someone structure it for you makes a big difference. How do you select an admissions consultant? When we hire or for someone who is looking to to work with somebody? As a yeah, someone, a candidate who's looking to, to work with a consultant who, yeah. you know, is coming to this with a blank slate doesn't know anyone, doesn't have someone who could recommend someone. How do you decide who's best for you? Well, I think it's useful to look at the experience of, of the consultant. And um, the, the reason we set up Fortuna was, uh, you know, I had been working at INSEAD for several years and had observed that, you know, it was increasingly the case that our incoming students had worked with coaches. And now, I had been to INSEAD myself and applied in 2002, and it hadn't, I didn't even know that there was such a thing as admiss- admissions coaches. <laughs> so at that stage, you know, it was very much a sort of nascent industry, but I saw its emergence o- over the years while I was working in INSEAD and realized that a lot of the students and a lot of candidates were getting advice from people who weren't very well qualified to give them advice and often getting quite poor advice. So that was really what sort of sowed the seed of thinking, it would be great to actually bring together a team of people who have worked at the schools and really understand, you know, how those admissions decisions are taken. And so that's how Fortuna started. And I, I think, you know, we've we've been lucky in over the years building that team of people who've worked at pretty much all of the top US and international schools. And you know, I think that that is tremendously valuable for candidates to to have that assurance of working with a team of people who have taken the decisions, have reviewed thousands of applications for the school and who have that experience of, of evaluating individual profiles in the context of a very large pool and understanding you know, how, how an individual's strengths and weaknesses might appear to someone who is plowing through vast numbers of, of applications in, in the busy season and, and you know, what will stand out and what will appeal to them and what won't appeal. So, so, so I think that experience is, is, is very useful. And then beyond that, I think it's useful to get a sense for the personal chemistry with an individual coach. You know, different people have different styles. People have different communication styles. People just, you know, and, and it's, it's a relationship of confidence, of trust that builds up over time. You know, you'll often be working, the client will often be working with their coach for three or four months, maybe longer. And there's, uh, it, it can be a stressful process. There's a, there's a lot to, sometimes clients are struggling with what they need to tell the school and maybe they've had some issue in, the, in their career or their life and they're not sure how much they need to tell the school and what they should say and what they shouldn't say. So there's, there's often, uh, you know, the, the, there's a lot of information that is shared and a lot of confidence that is, that is you know, that, that is really critical in that relationship. And so 
feeling sure that that person is the right fit for you and that they will be the right guide for you and the right champion for you, I think is, is very important. Sorry, I just want to jump in. One thing that Fortuna does, it's very well, and I just want to emphasize this, is that you do really hire true experts onto your team. I think that some people, some people out there who might be looking into admissions consultants for the first time may not realize that there are some other firms where perhaps one or two of the principals may have a lot of knowledge, but then they also hire these sort of seasonal workers. And I, I know this directly because I see them post in the HBS alumni job bank. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> do you want to make a little extra money? Like, do you want to make, you know, on the weekends or whatever, like sign up to be an admissions consultant? And in one of them, I remember once a few years ago, I saw a job posting that said, no admissions experience required, but you do need to have a strong presence over the phone. Ah. <laughs> it, it's that gravitas, Maria. I know. I'm screwed, man. I just, I'm such a jokester. Um, well, thankful, thankfully, the people who signed up for my product tend to, tend to like my humor, not all of them. Uh, but so any, but, no, but it's, it's a really good point because I do think that there are some, some people out there. And I've, and unfortunately, I hear from people who sign up for my product that say that, look, last year I spent a lot of money on a firm and the initial sales call was great. Uh, but then they handed me off to someone whose day job is at, say, Procter & Gamble. And they were only sort of doing this on the side to make a little bit of money. And I don't really feel that I got the best yeah. service. So I do think that one of the things that sets Fortuna apart from perhaps other firms is it, it does have such a focus on quality. And so I think if you are going to pay those fees, you you really, you owe it to yourself to go with a, a real expert. And, t- and typically the fees are, are what, for a three school package, it's, it's like uh, eight to 10 grand, something like that? Yeah. So, so our packages start just under 5,000 and then it depends on how many schools that you're working on. So it's, it's about 8,000 for three schools. And I would say probably about, probably about two thirds of our clients work with us on that basis because it, you know, it includes everything, right? It's an A to Z service that takes you from figuring out your list of target schools and where you should be applying, how to position your candidacy all the way through to, you know, all of your materials, prep for video questions, prep for interviews. If you get waitlisted, how do you maximize your chance of getting off the waitlist, et cetera. So um, it's, uh, most clients are looking for that sort of complete level of support, but then some people really want some focus on a specific part of their application. Maybe, you know, they're very confident in working with their recommenders and their resumes in great shape and, and all of that, but they they just want some help in pulling together their essays. And then in those cases, we'll work with them on an hourly basis. And I would say the most common alternative to a school package is typically works out to be about eight hours of work. And that's about half the cost of a one school package. Mm-hmm. Can you share with us a couple of stories of clients that you feel like you've really made a difference with? Yeah, I mean, many clients, you know, and, and that's the that's the wonderful thing about the work that we do is just, you know, that building that relationship over time and then seeing their success at the end of the day. And you know, it always gives me goosebumps when they get in. It's 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 a wonderful feeling to be part of that journey. So, I mean, I guess the ones that have made the deepest impression on me are the candidates who really feel that they're up against the odds and often sort of non-traditional backgrounds. And and in many cases, candidates from those backgrounds have less confidence entering the process than someone who is working at Goldman or McKinsey or one of the typical feeder firms. And and a big part of what we do with, with those candidates is you know, build their confidence through the process and, and make them feel that, you know, they are 
just as good, if not better, actually, than many of the other candidates, because actually the, the schools are looking for a diverse pool and, the, and they, uh, in many cases, stand a better chance than the, than the overrepresented consultants or bankers. But they, they often genuinely don't realize that entering the process and, and, and sort of building their confidence and helping them figure out how to showcase their strengths effectively is, is a big part of, of what we do. So, you know, I often have a soft spot for um, some of the Indian candidates because I lived in India for, for a few years, as you know, John. I met you there. Yeah, that's right. That's I had right. dinner at your home. Drinking margaritas until the early hours. Indeed. <laughs> nice. So, and, you know, with some of those clients, you know, I, I know the challenges that they've been through and the, and the level of incredible competition that they have had to overcome to get into the top undergraduate schools in India and to get a top job. I mean, it, it's just the, the level of competition is extraordinary. And for some of those clients, I think those are the ones that have really touched me the most um, and who have then got on, got on to get into um, INSEAD or MIT or HBS. And, and it's, it's just incredibly life-changing for them, right? You know what a big difference it will have on the life, not just for them, but also their families, because, you know, in many cases, they're supporting an extended family. So, you know, I, for me, those are the ones that, that um, have really pulled on my heartstrings. And that's actually a part of the applicant pool that is overrepresented. So differentiation among those candidates is extremely important. Yeah. So, so pulling out, you know, the nuggets in one's life story to make them a, a be other than another male Indian engineer among many Yes. is very crucial to uh, the success of a candidate. It is. And it, it's often incredibly difficult because th there, are, there are so many people who have followed a very similar track. And so finding what is, what is different, unusual, what is unique about any individual track can be extremely challenging. Right. Maria, you, can you share some stories? Oh, of course. I, I, you know, because my platform is a lower cost alternative, I get to work with a lot of underdogs. And so it's, it's a really great experience. I think one of my favorite stories ever is I had, I worked once with an engineer from India who had not scored super high on the standardized test. And this person had gone to some of the other firms, not Fortuna, uh, but with some of the other firms. And that firm during their consultation call, the quote unquote free consultation, which we all know is really a sales pitch in disguise. They said to him, look, if you're, he said, look, I'm, 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 I'm aiming for Harvard, Wharton, Stanford. And they were like, no, you're not, we're not going to work with you. Like we'll work with you if you want to apply to Duke or like UT Austin, but we we won't work with you. And this is also something that I think maybe some people out there might not realize is that some firms may not be super anxious to jump at the chance to work with a candidate that they consider to be either weak or unrealistic, right? This because is like Dr. Strangelove. It's like, I not Dr. Strangelove, Dr. Strange, not Dr. Strangelove. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I've got my doctors mixed up. Doctor Strange. Yeah, but that's okay. They're all the same. But yeah, like I was, we were, we were chatting. I don't know. Right before we started recording this, where I was saying there's a scene at the beginning of Doctor Strange where he's driving right before he gets into that accident that ruins his hands, where like his assistant is like, "Oh, let's let's you know, I have a brain tumor, glioblastoma patient for you," and he's like, "I'm not going to operate on like." <laughs> She, there's no way she's going to live. And so why would I ruin my perfect record? <laughs> so anyway, he had, he had reached out to a few firms and those firms had said like, look, 
we're not really we're not really keen on helping you apply to the top schools if you want to apply to UT Austin or Duke. And he was like, no. And so he came to Applicant Lab. He used Applicant Lab. He also hired me for additional services. And not only did he end up enrolling at Stanford, but he got the prestigious uh, Reliance Scholarship, which is given to, th- I believe, three candidates from India per year and You're covers kidding. full tuition. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, yes. that's great. And this is someone who had been turned away from other consulting firms telling that's him that he remarkable. wasn't competitive enough. So I think that's one of my favorite stories. I also once worked with a woman from South Africa who actually, Caroline, went to INSEAD. This woman- Yes. And I, I'm so I'm so grateful to Inseyad for for really reading her story because this was another case where the standardized test score was a bit lower than what someone would, would normally like to see. But uh, this young woman, her parents had had been refugees from another country in Africa. They lived in a refugee camp in South Africa. She grew up with substandard schooling, and she realized at a young age that she wanted more for herself. So she started going around the refugee camp, finding people who had books, and she would babysit uh, in exchange for lending lending her books. And it just that's just the beginning of, of what is a remarkable story of resilience, the, the steps that this woman had to go through to get an education. I mean, oh, my gosh. And then she worked for like a company that sent her to Brazil. And so she had to learn Portuguese and she quelled civil unrest. And, I mean, it was just, <laughs> oh, my God, this young woman is, Incredible. it almost brings me to yeah. tears how yeah. inspiring she is, yeah. really. And you know, but again, like you look at the GMAT score and you're like, you know, I think other people would be like, nope, forget it. Never going to happen. And yet, thankfully, uh, because I think Insayad does have so many essays that give you such an opportunity to convey your story, she was able to convey that story. And uh, she graduated from Insayad, I believe, last year. That's great. That's uh, wonderful. God, it's so good. It's such a... (laughs) We have to remind ourselves of those clients. Yeah. If you're around one candidate, it's too late, right? For sure. But yeah. if you're around two or around three candidate this year, there's plenty of time to hire a consultant, work with a consultant at a at a fairly intimate level and 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 benefit from it. Absolutely. And now is a good time because it's a it's gonna be a tough season, as you as you know, John, given the the, <laughs> the increase in application volume, it's it's extremely competitive this year. Yeah, it's been interesting. You know, uh, Columbia's extended round resulted in record number of applications last year, which is an indication that this this coming round will be really big. Uh, we've reported that UVA Darden was up twenty five percent. Now they had the more uh, flexible extended round of almost any prominent school, but there's no doubt that the competition is greater. There is the still the issue of some international students maybe not wanting to 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 dip their toes in the water given the uncertainty of our election, H one B visas, the cost, the whole, you know, the typical things that have that have been causing international applicants to decline in recent years in the US. But I think we can expect a very competitive season. And, you know, having someone who can help you and help you in a smart way, who's who's been through this process hundreds of times with hundreds of candidates and is also you know you're not getting advice in a vacuum you're getting advice based on what a person sees everyone else doing which i think is also an important aspect of of the consulting business yeah yeah absolutely well to all of you out there who are you know kind of being in a frantic mode to finish up your essays and your applications for round one. Good luck. For those of you who are aiming for round two or round three and wondering whether or not you need some additional help, 
to shift the odds in your favor. I hope this podcast was of some help to you. This is John Byrne with Poets and Quants and Business Casual. Thank you, Maria and Caroline.